0: how do you break that down into small steps? So it's taking a big goal and then breaking it down into small actual steps. So I was like, how can I use this for myself or my own goal planning?
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. Today, I am joined by Emily Tricky, and she's based over Washington Way, outside Seattle, in a place called Bellingham. She's got her own business, Brilliant Marketing, which she runs with her sister, I believe, and a few other people. So... Anyway, we're going to launch into this week's episode and Emily's going to tell us a little bit about her background, what she's been up to, her news that I've seen on Facebook because I trawl through Facebook to find out nuggets of stuff about people, which is a bit scary. But anyway, so Emily, over to you.
0: Thanks, Doug. So I'm Emily Turkey, I'm the co-founder of Brilliant Marketing. As you mentioned, we're a branding and marketing consulting agency. That helps industry innovators and purpose-led brands who are reimagining the world, and we help them bring this new vision that they have for the world to life. I guess a little bit about me, my background. I am originally from Alaska, and currently live in Farringham, Washington. My you know career has really been in the marketing side of things for about twelve years, and then I, I don't know if you want to get into my story now.
1: Yeah, go for it. Go for it.
0: Awesome. So about four years ago, I had a, a bike accident, mountain biking with my husband, and fell off my, my bike and got a concussion. And through that process, really had struggles like going back to work. I worked at a big PR global uh, marketing agency and it was a very demanding, stressful job, eight to 10 hours in front of a computer every day. And after I was sustaining that concussion and brain injury, I really just couldn't be on screens anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was suffering headaches and anxiety. It was hard for me to focus. I got pretty depressed and really realized that, hey, I have to choose my career over, what am I going to choose? Career or health? And this isn't working for me anymore. And so it was a really hard time, especially being, someone who's kind of goals driven and career driven to have to make that decision. Cause it was scary. I'm like, this is all I know. What do I do? Yeah. Uh, and how do I create this kind of new life that I didn't anticipate? So luckily I found a, a yoga class and in that yoga class, I um, was doing this meditation And after that class, I was driving home and I just had this like crystal clear, idea of what I exactly needed to do. Quit your job, start your own marketing agency uh, and work with people who you believe in and you believe in their products and their brand and that they are making a constant impact on the world. And it was like really crystal clear, yet I didn't know how to make that a reality. And it took me, I signed up for a yoga teacher training actually that next day. So like, there's something here. I need to follow this. And through that training, I was able to gain the confidence and intuition to really listen to that gut, what I needed and putting myself first. And so nine months later, that's when I officially quit my job and started my kind of full planning. And I have learned some frameworks in the marketing agency, I've taken some trainings like scrum training, focused on like agile software development, and you're using that on the marketing side of things for project development. And just to get people an idea, like the idea behind that is you're in software, to use that to break down basically if you're going to create a new product or a new feature, like how do you break that down into small steps? So it's taking a big goal and then breaking it down into small actual steps. So I was like, how can I use this for myself or my own goal planning mm-hmm. and in executing on this like vision that I have for myself. And so I started that and adapted this framework, my personal career path and goal planning and went through that process. And then um, it was about a year and a half after my, my I faxed that. I officially started my business with my sister, and business partner, and we launched And our first
1: client. And so that was about three years ago. Cool. So yoga. (laughs) and But you you had this sort of picture, vision, if you like, after having the yoga class. But then you decided that you were going to sign up to be a yoga teacher. And the connection there, I'm guessing, is that if it can create amazing thoughts for me as an individual then there's got to be one more in it because when you have crazy, crazy thoughts, because sometimes changing your whole career is a crazy thought, right? Certainly all of the people around you are going to go that seriously crazy because it's very difficult to get that support out in the world. Okay, so you learn to become a yoga teacher so that you could get involved in the feelings that you... I've never done yoga... I don't feel like I'm flexible enough. I'm sure it's something that you can develop anyway, but we we don't need to go there on my yoga side of things. But that's interesting that something came to you and it was very clear. Yeah. That's that's the good thing. And also having your sister to support you as well. Somebody else that thinks, yeah, it's a crazy idea, but they're with you on the journey. It's good. Okay. You've mentioned framework. So is there a particular, because I talk about SMART goals and a specific measure, have you got any other other ones that you use?
0: Yeah, so my, my kind of process and frameworks that I use is always starting with a retrospective. So taking a period of time, whether it's you want to do the last year, when you're doing it more often, I like to break it up into quarters. So at the end of each quarter, I look back, the last three months and say what was I do a good bad better best what was the best thing that happened what were the best things that happened what was good that happened what could be better and improved upon and then what was bad and what do I want to stop doing and then that helps fuel some of the you know smaller goals for that next quarter. And so usually when I started off I do a full retrospective for like the past year and then at the beginning of the year I use a framework for defining my big, hairy, audacious goal, my tag. Okay, what do I really, what am I working towards this year or for the next couple years? Mm-hmm. And then what's my focus going to be for this year? And then starting to break it down, I could do a mini workshop with myself. Like, how do I break those down? Okay, like. And I break it down into like my personal life and or spiritual life or fun life, however you want to break it down, and then my career and so I break it down into different buckets and write them all down on different sticky notes. And then I start organizing them into different quarters. So okay, I'm gonna do this first, and this is gonna be later in the year. And then I have this board basically up up after we're all over here. (laughs) But it's a big sheet of paper that has all the stickiness organized. And then I, every quarter, I do that retrospective and I look at it. And then I move the stickies into a in-progress column or a done column. And then I just, it's an iterative process. So it's really, for me, I'm such a visual person. So I have to see it on a continual yeah. basis. And even just writing it down, it's really helpful. Even if I'm not looking at it all the time, mm-hmm. it's still, a, it, it's like still,
1: put it out you, there. yeah, it sticks with you. So there's the physicality of it, the sticky notes, because obviously there's little programs called sticky notes and you can stick them all over your computer screen, but you have a physicality of the sticky notes. Okay. I like that. People have different ways of doing things and nothing is... Unacceptable. Nothing is wrong. It's like just what suits you, but I I do like the looking back over the last sort of quarter. That's a, a very good thing. And, and remind me again of your bad best
0: good bad better best
1: good bad better best. Yeah, that's good. And do you delegate all of the things that are bad that you know if you're doing them badly? I've found that it's much much better not to. Try and strengthen your capability on things that you do badly. Just delegate it to somebody else.
0: Mm, I like that. I like that. Sometimes it's things that are also like out of my control. Oh, we lost a client, or COVID happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I do like the idea of some of those things of like bad and that you want to get better at to delegate. For sure, no. they work a really great strategy.
1: If you just concentrate on your weaknesses. To make them better, all you end up is with really strong weaknesses.
0: <laughs>
1: and the reason there are weaknesses because you don't like doing them. No good at them anyway. Find somebody else to do them for you. That's what I do. Then you only end up doing things that you love. For sure. Which is cool.
0: I love that. I love that. My, Michaela, my business partner, sister, we, we talked about that and we started definitely like outsourcing things as we've grown out of the business and even just in my personal life oh hiring a house cleaner and doing different things like that where i don't like doing this and i'm at a point where i can you know hire someone to do it and then i could just spend time with my son or i have to go on a mountain bike ride or i get mm-hmm. to go do things that bring world war joy and then i'm a better person
1: You and so you're still mountain biking, even though you've thrown yourself off one and caused concussion and a change of life. You're still doing that. And are you still doing that at the moment? Because I saw a picture on Facebook that I mentioned.
0: Yes, you, I am pregnant. I'm expecting.
1: I'm okay. So when's the baby due? My um,
0: second baby, which is a boy, so oh, okay. it, is due in December.
1: Crikey. Okay, and you're still mountain biking. Not now. Good. Pleased to hear it. it. Not that I'm a doctor or anything. It just sounds a little bit risky with your history. But no, that's good. We wish you well with that. Thank you. You sneeze sneeze and the baby comes out. That's what you want. (laughs) I don't know
0: if it's going to be that easy.
1: (laughs) No. I know it won't be, but that's what I would wish for you. (laughs) So we're going to take just a little step back because you mentioned big, hairy, audacious goals and I like those. I'm guessing starting the business from a a yoga class, drive home, that was a big goal and it took a little while for you to do it. So that's good. You did think about it a lot. So what's a big, hairy, audacious goal that you're aiming for now that's not world domination in the marketing arena?
0: (laughs) So my last goal for this last year was I, I didn't do any specific one. I did work with theme for my year. And that was just the year of fun. And so it's like, how can I instill fun into, in my different areas of my life? And so I built a whole plan, that I was talking about how I break it down into fun because the previous years like there was COVID, we moved, there's just a lot of adulting going on in, in my life. And so like I just wanna I want to take a little bit more fun and yeah. like how do we install that into like my business and that type of thing and some of the different things that we came up with. Um was okay, let's try and do yoga regular like, yeah, my business partner lives in Hawaii and i in Washington. And so We've done some like virtual younger classes you now since uh, with COVID, back vaccinated, we were able to travel and see each other, which we haven't done in like a year and a half. So, mm-hmm. uh, trying to do more things that make us feel alive and, and good, and so our our clients, so giving our own gift baskets when they join, or sending them notes for their birthday, and then in just my personal life. I'm a whole, like taking um, a little trip or doing just something with my girlfriends and and things like that. So that was really my focus for this last year. And I haven't started really thinking about this next year as we're just starting the last part of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a big focus will probably be on managing and integrating a new life with a growing family
1: Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm.
0: juggling and having how do you do that? Because it'll be a new transition and something. I have one child right now, and so how do I do two while I'm also having this move and yeah. doing that? And it's great though that I have an amazing business partner who can really lead things well.
1: No, that's good, and, and I do like the idea that you've got you know different goals in the different parts of your life because it's so very easy just to get concentrating on. The business, new end entrepreneurs, or even people that are a bit seasoned, they get obsessed with their business because it's their, it's a baby. I mean, you've got one on the way and you've got one, you know, your son already, but your business is a new baby, isn't it? It's a baby that needs nurturing and looking after. And so very often we can spend all our time concentrating on that one to the detriment of other things. I like the fact that you've got these goals in different parts of your life. So that's a good thing. And it's a, I think a good tip for other people, everybody out there. Just make sure that you've got spiritual goals wherever that takes you. Health goals are good. The yoga might give that a go. I'm a member of a gym, but I'm sure they've got yoga classes.
0: You should try it.
1: You should try it really. Yeah, I should try it. Meditate. The, the problem is I come up with too many ideas as it is anyway. So my team are going to go mentor if I come up with even more stuff that I want them to implement. So <laughs> I have to just have to bear that in mind. Do you physically write your goals down? I think you touched on that, that the you do because it soaks into your subconscious. I think For that's sure. a very, yeah, very, very important thing. I'd like a nugget from you, right? Something goal-setting orientated, if you like or you can go marketing, that people need to know?
0: One thing that people, I feel like myself will get, and you touched on this, can get so focused on a goal. I have a specific goal and I'm so driven and so focused, which is great to have that determination and the focus. However, I'm a big believer that the universe has a better plan for you than you can even come up and imagine. And so sometimes when we're so focused, we just have blinders on and we can't see when some of these opportunities come our way. So I think it's really like your plan and your big, your audacious goal, and maybe the process or the frameworks you use are really just tools to help you in that path. But it's, it's a path when there's not one way to do it. And in your mind, you might have a specific way that you're thinking about doing it, but I think really just being open to what comes your way and yeah, and just leading with your intuition and being open to things.
1: I think that's a good thing. Yeah. The the intuition side of things. We all have gut feelings and we have the gut feeling and we don't know where it's come from. It doesn't make any kind of sense. I find that sometimes something comes my way and I just can't get engaged in it. For some reason, ordinarily, I'd be able to do that. But just this one time, it's like, it's something not quite right. You just can't get involved in it because there's something not quite right. Right. And then two, three weeks later, the reason why it wasn't quite right comes to you. But you couldn't see it at the time, but then something else has happened. And it's, oh, that's just confirmed why I didn't get going on that. I've come to learn to trust that side of things a lot. If it doesn't feel right, just park it. Mm -hmm. Give it 24 hours, 48 hours or whatever. If you forget about it, then obviously it wasn't important anyway in that 24 or 48 hours. But I think the answers come to you. And maybe if you're doing yoga, they come to you a lot
0: quicker. (laughs) I totally agree. I think that's a really good uh, insight.
1: First off, you're going to share with us your website address, all right? And then, so if anybody wants some brilliant marketing doing, they can hunt you down, okay? So give us your web address, email address, Mm -hmm. and and the type of clients that you're looking for, and then we'll close off this episode. So go for it.
0: So you can find me online at hellobrilliantmarketing.com or via email at emily, E-M-I-L-Y, at hellobrientmarketing.com as well. And I'm also LinkedIn. So we're, we work with individuals and companies who are industry innovators and change makers, purpose-driven brands who are really wanting to bring their kind of new brand story to life. So they have a vision for maybe a new product or service and so we help make that vision a reality. The other thing is we're also doing coaching earn packages for people to help them realize some of these personal or career goals and doing the retrospective, helping to create a plan of action. So we have packages for that as well. And that's where we're geared towards individuals. So you can find me on Mariner, LinkedIn or Eva. We'd we'll love to talk to you.
1: Absolutely. So we'll make sure also that those details are in show notes and Emily, thank you very much for joining me from across the pond. It's been a pleasure, a joy. I wish you so much love towards the, you know, an easy as possible birth of your new son in December. And thank you for joining me.
0: Thanks so much, Doug. It was great to talk to you.
1: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk.